bienvenidos and welcome to One, One Seed, Dos Flores with Giselle and Daisy and Amagua. This is episode four, how I got a full-time job at 11. Today we'll be talking about how we translate slash interpret in Spanish for parents or family members who do not speak or read fluently in English. But before we begin, we would like to remind you to check out heightsherald.org for more student journalism. Also, follow us on Instagram at Flores for more updates. We'd like to share with you that this is the last episode for the season. So if you'd like to see more or hear more, send us a message on Instagram and we'll think about it. I know it's been a long time since we last chatted to, with you guys, but I promise we've been just taking some time off for the holidays and the new year and all the stress of uh, finding colleges and stuff like that. So we've been quite busy ourselves, but we're back and better for this last episode. And we have an interesting topic for you guys. So today we're going to be talking about a unique aspect of living life as an, a child of an immigrant. And I promise we're not talking about child labor. Some of you guys have maybe already made that connection about what we're going to be talking about. So we are plain and simple going to be talking about what or how the role came to be um, of children of immigrants becoming an interpreter. So Daisy, could you tell our listeners what the official definition of an interpreter is or what they do? They convert information from one language into another language, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. And some of you guys may be wondering how or why this is even a thing. Yeah, so often when immigrant parents migrate to another country, they aren't necessarily fluent in that language. As a result, their children are likely the ones to be the one to facilitate communication between the parent and other adults, also known as language brokering. Now, some people might ask, why can't the parents learn the language? Now, my answer to that question is the following. While programs exist at no cost to people who wish to learn the English language, not everyone, unfortunately, has access to these resources. Additionally, learning a new language isn't just any easy task. Learning new languages takes time. Most immigrants are also juggling jobs and caregiving and whatnot. So because of this, during the interim, they need immediate assistance. And when there are no interpreters available, their children are often tasked with this role. Now, there are some benefits, according to an article published by apolitical.co, quote, children who translate for parents acquire enhanced cognitive, social, emotional, and interpersonal skills. Now, it is important to know that the article outlines that where children don't view this role as a burden, they don't display negative side effects. But the opposite seems to be the case for children who do view interpreting as a stressor. So for while some kids may benefit from fulfilling this role, others unfortunately don't, um, and, they, and they have the opposite um, reaction. So according to this article, a survey based on 280 sixth grade Latino family translators at a Chicago school found that they perform significantly better on standardized tests of reading and math than their non-translating peers. 
In another study, uh, researchers interviewed 25 Latino children of around 12 years who were translating for their parents. Now, these children said that their responsibilities made them feel proud, helpful, and useful. But the article also writes that research also shows Latino children of around the same age who didn't feel translation to be a burden had no negative health outcomes. So while this article provides very in, uh, insightful insight um, with, res- with respect to kind of the benefits and disadvantages of being young and serving as an interpreter or not serving just you know able being able to facilitate that communication between a parent and other adults can have good benefits and probably and also um, negative side effects so like I said before for children who don't view interpreting as a negative uh perhaps stressor or a burden they don't view it as such they are not they're they aren't as likely to have you know negative side effects or things like that now I'm not a medical professional but I do believe that there are things that you know if they're stressors to you they're obviously not gonna you know help you in in the mental health type of way but if you don't view activities or actions as stressing or you actually view it as the opposite you know, it, it's kind of uh, common sense that they're not going to bring you um, negative health outcomes. So we'd now like to talk about how it might feel reassuring when there is an additional resource like a translator or interpreter for immigrant parents. For example, like when we, our parents or like our mom, for example, goes and with appointments to the doctor it's always kind of a struggle sometimes finding an interpreter I don't know about you Giselle but I've noticed like I think it's more easier for a mom to communicate between the doctor and for her to understand what the doctor is saying when there is somebody else able to translate Mm -hmm. and I think it makes it just more comfortable for her to understand it because you don't want to go into a a hospital and just like not, not know anything. anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I think something to to put what we're saying in perspective is imagine you go to a doctor's appointment or another appointment that involves some serious stuff, you know, like doctors or I don't know, lawyers, you know, things like that. And imagine you go and the person who is going to help you speaks a completely different language. Now, you know this is something serious and you have to understand what they're saying, but you don't have a physical way of doing so. However, you do have a child who is fluent in the other language that <clears throat> that professional speaks. So I think, you know, it, it is reasonable for them to look towards their child as, you know, to, to kind of help them, right? Yeah, it's, I think... And yeah, it's just a additional resource for them. It's easier. I mean, your child is right there. There's no like fee or anything you have to pay them. I I suppose I hope so. Yeah. There's no like, oh, because you translate something like that, you have to pay or anything. Right. Like that. So it's just common sense to try and remedy any type of situation with you know with the help of people who are around you who are around you. Now, also, 
you know, being bilingual, I think one of the effects that I've personally observed is being able to practice interpreting and having, you know, speaking another language has made me be more confident. So what I've been trying to say is basically because I grew up interpreting and at least trying my best at it, I became more fluent in Spanish. And because I was going to school and hanging out with my friends and just speaking English, that was kind of, you know, interpreting served as a way to practice my Spanish. And I was happy doing it for my mom. I understood that, you know, she she, I was able to help her and it, it made me proud to be able to help my mom and made me feel useful and it also helped me um, when I was applying for jobs uh, when I was of age I began putting under you know one of my skill set was that I was able to speak Spanish and I think Daisy I think you agree that because of the changing demographics of this country it would be in the company's best interest to adjust accordingly right Totally, because there's like a big, I think, growing from what I see in my work as well. There's more people coming in from different backgrounds, different languages, different cultures. And I think being able to provide the service for them and be able to help them with perhaps with speaking Spanish and helping them out, letting them know, hey, this whatever you're doing and just in general in the job, I think it feels good yeah. that you're able you're being able to help somebody with just speaking Spanish, I right. think it just goes a long way. And I'm got, over the time I've gone like I felt more proud and more proud, and I've got come into real like realization. Hey, this is a talent I should put into more it's use and yeah. yeah, more in a skill and put into practice more and more, so I can become more um, fluent in that language. And yeah, I think it's very useful. Mm-hmm. And it's very helpful for others. And I'm pretty sure, it, I hope they feel what, like, we're trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely agree with what my sister said. It is a source of pride, at least for us, to be able to help other people by, just by, you know, speaking Spanish. And I do think that, one, you know, because there are more influx of immigrants who don't speak the language but are working on it. In, during that time where they're learning that language you know for us to be able to help uh, help them just because we speak a language another language excuse me it's just a source of pride and you know being it, it's just equivalent for another person being able to help another person you know it's that same sense of you know being able to help another person yep. which you know is just it brings you joy it brings you happiness and you know just helping that other person is always a nice thing to do so now other people might not understand kind of where we're coming from and i think at least from our experience our parents have always been you know expectant of us to to do that but i think you know we're not doing it all the time i mean we don't have doctors appointments all the time so based on our experiences, you know, it, it's been something that we don't do like every day. When we were younger, we did it more often, yes, because we had more appointments and stuff like that. And when it came to like teachers conferences, and there weren't any trans, you know, interpreters available, you know, we were the only only resources available to our parents. So I do think it is something that's you know, could be bettered. I think if um, students 
find it a burden. I think just because there's also, you know, a, a more changing demographics in this country, I think more schools and, you know, other public institutions should look towards creating resources that can cater to their needs. Uh, I do believe, you know, Spanish is a common language where they'll make a a second copy of a document, you know, Mm -hmm. in Spanish. And I think they're kind of extending that to other languages, which I think is great. Yeah, I totally am with that part that them being able to translate and make it more available for other languages is also great. Yeah, we've... For, for a long time, you know, the children of immigrants have served as that mediator or that person who's in the middle helping their parent uh, with appointments and, and things like that. And now that they're kind of able to sit back and just kind of, you know, just not make it such Warrior. a... Right. Like lift off stress, I think. Right. And we do want to acknowledge that just because we've had a good experience doesn't mean that every child or of an immigrant has had a good experience um there was an article written by the new york times and it was published quite a while ago in 2000 uh and the title was the translating america for parents and family children of immigrants assume difficult roles so while for us it wasn't uh a role that we thought as difficult we do acknowledge that there are children out there who do find it i mean interpreting is not any easy task either and we never underwent any formal training or education you know it was just something that we did to help out based on our knowledge, knowledge of English, yep. you know so we we would like to kind of give props to all of those kids out there you know doing this it, it is something that I think a lot of people don't recognize as much and it's very admirable in my opinion and I'm not just saying that because I've been in that role but I generally think that it is something to commend you know these these kids for doing at such a young age being able to help their parents in that way and just you know doing this awesome being these awesome people at such a young age, you know, helping their parents yeah. is just an yeah. awesome thing. Totally. I think it's important for them to be able to help. I think also with what they have with the skills and be able to put them out into the world, I think is important. Yeah. I think like we mentioned earlier, some, you know, there are benefits um, such as, you know, it, it, it said enhanced cognitive and social and emotional and interpersonal skills. So I do think, I, I can't remember, but I do remember watching like a TED Talk video or something about how being bilingual helps you like develop your brain more or something like that. But I'm not exactly sure, you know, on all of the yeah. details there, mm-hmm. but there are benefits. And I think it's, it's really nice to know that you're you you know we 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 didn't do it to get something back we just kind of did it to help um but kind of knowing that you know we're getting we're actually benefiting from it is kind of like wow that's that's really cool right what do you think Daisy yeah I, I think from what we back then I didn't think I put that much attention oh I'm just translating words for my mom okay I guess I guess I could do it I don't really there's nothing that's going to benefit from me. But like now as I've grown older and come more of age, I think I've come to the realization where, oh, I'm learning more Spanish. I'm learning more words. I'm practicing my Spanish where maybe at my job mm-hmm. I might not 
I don't use that much Spanish or at school I don't speak Spanish and I might be losing some Spanish skills. So I think interpreting, translating mm -hmm. is just bringing it back and making me always practice my Spanish. Yeah, and I also would like to add that growing up, I, I mean, you went from speaking Spanish only at your house and then going to school and just speaking English 24-7. Mm -hmm. So it was a big change. And I think, be, you know, being an interpreter kind of helped me keep that with me. And it, it is a very important, important part of my identity. I'm really proud to say that I'm bilingual and I speak another language. And you know, it was hard sometimes. I I can't remember, you know, how hard specifically it was growing up to learn the English language, but being an interpreter or, you know, trying my best to be one for my mom yeah. and help out my dad and not just them, but my the rest of my family, it was, you know, it was a source of pride for me. And it gave me confidence and it just kind of helped me develop a good relationship with myself and my identity in terms of you know speaking another language doesn't make me weird or anything you know it's not un-american at all it's pretty yeah. dang cool to speak another <laughs> language you know yeah um so I definitely think assuming that role at a young age helped you know helped me develop into a person that I am today right yes so I know, again, it's not the case for everyone, but it is for us. And we kind of just wanted to share that story with you guys today. Yep, man. Feels very good, I think, to get our word out. Yeah. And this episode is pretty fun, laid but I, yeah, laid yeah. back and not too hard, like boring or anything like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. So I hope you guys kind of enjoyed that little history and ride and like our opinions on that. So. Thank you guys for um, being with us along this journey. I think it's been such an experience for us. For me, I'd speak by, like for me, I think I've never done a podcast and I don't think I'd ever think about doing a podcast. And I'm very grateful that you guys are followers and that have joined us along this journey. I'm very grateful and I'm thankful and I hope we can see each other in the future and I hope you have a wonderful, I guess, new year. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Yeah, like Daisy said, uh, this has been quite a journey. We've learned a lot and I just want to thank everyone for listening. I know we don't have like a thousand listeners or anything, but you know, to those few who have listened to us and taken the time out of their busy days, out of their lives, to listen to two girls, you know, just talking about some stuff. We appreciate you guys. And yeah, this has been quite the experience. I just want to thank everyone who has supported me, especially in my journalism class. Thank you to our advisor, Mr. Polly, and to my co-editor-in-chief, Quat. And we, I'm sorry if you pronounced your last name wrong, but thank you to everyone and for, you know, for supporting us. This has been learning experience for us and one that I'll never forget and yeah we just wanted to thank you for listening to us with all of our flaws and mistakes and whatnot uh just you know thank you um also we would like to extend a really really big thank you to our little sister Adriana for music I remember coming up to her and asking her if she could do this and you know she jumped right into it and that music that she created was awesome so thank you to her and then to my best friend Tenzin for the art 
we went through quite some rough drafts for before we got to the final art that we have now but I just wanted to say thank you I know you're a really busy person and for you to kind of bring your talent to this was just really meaningful to me uh and yeah don't forget to continue checking out the Heights Herald at heightsherald.org for more access to news and updates and just really, really awesome student journalism. I'm so proud of all of the writers there. So definitely continue to uh, checking check out their work. It's just really awesome and mind-blowing uh, what the caliber that they have, um, just not, even write, not only writing-wise, but also the art um, that our illustrators are able to produce. Completely awesome. We publish on Tuesdays. Uh, also make sure to reminisce and listen to our to us on spotify anchor or on the google podcast app among more also follow us on instagram at one those flores we might not post as much but if we you guys want a season two let us know we'll think about it right daisy yeah <laughs> and yeah thank you guys for tuning in stay safe uh stay healthy and positive smile and, and this has been it yeah You're this right. is final three two one adios, adios.